0: Hello everyone, this is Scott Lutz and today we are in uh second Samuel chapter twenty four verses one through um one through twenty five. And um just to let everyone know that we're gonna start doing something a little bit different, we're gonna do everything in one episode from now on. Um On Sundays, we're even going to mix the sermons with the Bible readings. So let's go ahead and start reading the scripture. David counts the fighting men. Now this is your Old Testament reading of the day. Let's go ahead and begin. Again, the anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and he incited David against them, saying, Go and take a census of Israel and Judah. So the king said to Joab and the army commanders with him, Go throughout the tribes of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, and enroll the fighting men, so that I may know who, how many there are. But Joab replied to the king, May the Lord your God multiply the troops a hundred times over, and may the eyes of my lord the king see it. But why does my lord the king want to do such a thing? The king's word, however, overruled Joab and the army commanders, so they left in the presence of the king, to enroll the fighting men of Israel. After crossing the Jordan, they camped near Er, south of the jo- town of, in the gorge, and then went through Gad and on to jo- Jazer. They went to Gilad and the region of Tath- Tatim Hadeshi, and on to Dan, Juan, and around toward Sidon. They Then they went to toward the fortress of Tyre and all the towns of the Hivites and the Canaanites. Finally, they went on to Beersheba in the in Negev and Judah after they had gone through the entire land, they came back to Jerusalem at the end of the ninth month and twenty days. Joab reported the number of fighting men to the king in, in Israel. There were eight hundred thousand able-bodied men who could handle a sword, and in Judah, five hundred thousand. David was conscience-stricken after he had counted the finding men, and he said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly in what I have done. Now, O Lord, I beg you to take away the guilt of your servant. I have done a very foolish thing. Before David got up the next morning, the word of of the Lord had come to Gad, the prophet, David's seer, go and tell David, this is what the Lord says. I'm giving you three options, choose one of them for me to carry out against you. So Gad went to David and said to him, Shall there come upon you three years of famine in your land, or three months of fleeing from your enemies while they pursue you, or three days of plague in your land? Now then, think it over and decide How I should answer the one who sent me. David said to Gad, I am in deep distress. Let us fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is great. But do not let me fall into the hands of men. So the Lord sent a plague on Israel for that morning until the end of the time designated. And 70,000 of the people from Dan to Beersheba died. When the angel stretched out his hand to destroy Jerusalem, the Lord was grieved because of the calamity and said to the angel who was afflicted the people, Enough, withdraw your hand. The angel of the Lord was then at the threshing floor of Arana, the Jebusite. When David saw the angel who was striking down the people, he said to the Lord, I am the one who has sinned and wrong, done and done wrong. These are but sheep. What have they done? Let the, your hand fall on me and my family. David builds an altar. On that day Gad went to David and said to him, Go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Arana the Jebusite. So David went up, and the Lord, as the Lord had commanded through Degad when Aramna looked and saw the king and his men coming before him he went out and bowed down before the king with his face to the ground Aramna said why has my lord the king come to his servant to buy your threshing floor David answered so i can build an altar to the lord that the plague of of the people may be stopped Aramna said to David let my lord, the king, take whatever pleases him and offer it up. Here are, here are oxen to the, for the burnt offering, and here are threshing sledges and ox yokes for the wood. O king, Aranah gives all this to the king. Arna also said to him, May the Lord your God accept you. But the king replied to Arna, No, I insist on paying you for it. I will not sacrifice to the Lord my God burnt offerings that cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen and paid fifty shekels of silver for them. David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. And then the Lord answered prayer in behalf of the land and the plague of it on Israel was stopped. Okay, that's all we have for the um, for the book of 2 Samuel. Tomorrow we start 1 Kings. Um, let's go ahead and head over to the New Testament now and read the scriptures there. And um, then we'll pray and end today's Bible reading of the day. Just give me just one second while I get to the scripture. All right. Okay, so, today we are in um, Hebrews chapter 4, verses 1 through uh, 16. The first topic of the chapter is a Sabbath rest for the people of God. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short. Of it, for we also have had the gospel preached to us, just as they did. But the message they heard was of no value to them, because of those who heard did not combine it with faith. Now we also have believed and entered the rest, that enter that rest, just as God has said. So I declared and on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. And yet his work has been finished since the creation of the world for somewhere he has spoken about the seventh day in these words and on the seventh day of god rested from all his work and again in the passage about above his he says they shall never enter my rest i still it still remains that some will enter the that rest and those who formerly had the gospel Preached to them did not go in, because of their disobedience. Therefore God again set a certain day, called it today, when a long time later he spoke through David, as was said before, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken later about another day. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God, for anyone who enters God's rest also rests for his own work, just as God did for his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter the rest, so that no one will fall by following their example and of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It, is ju- it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Jesus, the great high priest. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly the faith we promise, we profess. For we do not have high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet with, was without sin. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask that your will be done in our lives. I thank you that you are God and that you sent your son to die for us. Thank you, Lord. You are the high priest, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.